1: More NBA off-season storylines. I'm getting a PS5 and other random stuff, that and more here on Unfair Sports, where we take a pensive approach to these sports conversation. I'm your host Jay. I will be having my boy Josh Rodriguez on from the Dime NBA. We're gonna talk through some of the crazy storylines like Genie Bus and PS5s, Danny Ainge and Pat Riley fleecing folks. Why is Jalen Brown mad? and a couple of other surprises with some of the young teams in the nba so stick around it's gonna be a fun nba focused show hit us up on the unfair fan line 430-901-1906 like i said let us know what you think of the show we want your strongest opinions we're gonna grow that line very soon so make sure you get on there so you're in the front of the line as you are a supporter of the show. So, so show me some love, 430-901-1906. Yo, 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 thank you all for tuning in, Unfair Sports. You know, after reconsidering my Sunday, Wednesday recording times for a Monday, Thursday release, it ain't gonna work in the football season. Especially when we'll be having a lot of fantasy football stuff going on. So I'm going to switch it back to to Tuesday, Fridays going forward. We'll have a lot of the fantasy stuff dropping on Fridays and Saturdays. Most of that content will probably drop Friday, Saturday. But thank y'all for riding with me as I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. But uh, we're going to make this bad boy happen. Got some fun segments and stuff coming up. We're going to do some cool things throughout it. I'm trying to work on some big... Um, appearances and features. I've got a couple people that I'm working on now that have agreed to come on the show. It's a secret. I'm not going to tell y'all who. You'll just hear it and be like, oh, snap, you was able to pull that off. Yes, I was. So be prepared. Some cool stuff that's going to happen down the line. Just got to make sure I can, uh, like I said, get the timing right. But with that, I got my boy Josh Rodriguez from the Dime NBA, who will be tuning in with us here, um, chopping it up about the NBA in the offseason. So, Let's dive right into it, shall we? We've got friend of the show, my boy Josh Rodriguez over there at the Dime NBA. What's going on, Josh? What's going on, Jay? How are you, man? Good to be back.
2: <laughs> Happy to be on. It's the offseason, but there is no offseason no, in basketball. So
1: you're right, exactly. There's always a good story somewhere in this. And so I'm glad that I was able to get you back on. I've been trying to work some time. We finally got to reconnect because these some of these storylines are up your alley. So, first off, man, I, I don't know if you got yourself a PS5, but I got me one. Um, I hit up Jeannie Bus, <laughs> <laughs> slid into her DMs, <laughs> and um, we got one on the oh, way, man. at least I hope. Man, how the hell does that happen?
2: <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but I don't know how people believe that it's Jeannie Bus giving away PS5s. Like, what in the world makes you think that Jeannie Bus, like, would even think of that? So, to me... If you got scanned out of that, that's that's, that's no, hundred
1: percent, It just cracks me up because when I saw it, and I, my timeline was flooded with people talking about you know Jeannie Bust, uh, LeBron, and who was that thing? Josiah Johnson had put it put in uh, LeBron and and Westbrook and AD helping Jeannie get her account back. And I'm like, oh shoot, what did she do? What happened? Did she get banned? What? What <laughs> is this, Is it a good story? And then no, I go to her account. It's freaking PS fives. And everything keeps getting deleted. Like, like every time they post a tweet, it gets deleted and removed and then it's re-added to, to DM. And so, you know, slid in the DM, see if I can get something. Hopefully something gets shipped. Probably not. Definitely got scammed. Out. They had her account in a stranglehold, man. That's
2: in the a <laughs> stranglehold right there. Bro, that's, a,
1: that's the second high profile person that I know of. That somehow got scammed that way. Like I was, it was it was one chick over at uh, can't think of her name for life for me off the top of my head, but she was at, at Barstool, and she was talking about it on their show how she lost her account. So she got a DM about sneakers, yeah. and she thought that oh, cool, you know this 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 celebrity life is paying off. I'm gonna get some sneakers, blah blah blah. So she clicks on the link. She's like, oh, it's not working. So then she went to log in again, and I'm like, oh God. You fell for it and she was kicked out of her account and she was, I think she's at her account for like two weeks before. Yeah.
2: I mean, I got kicked out of my Instagram account. That happened to me. I'm that serious. It happened to me. I got kicked out of my Instagram account. Someone, yeah, someone stole my stuff, locked me out and then started asking everybody for a hundred dollars. People gave a hundred dollars. I repaid some people back a hundred dollars. So I felt bad, even though some people were like, well, you shouldn't pay back. I'm like, nah, if you got, if you got a dude by someone who was using my alias, I'll give you the money back. But yeah, it was it was wild, man. I lost like a hundred followers on Instagram. Like <laughs> people started blocking me. Oh yeah, I had people hitting me up.
1: Immediately block it, you, account. Was... That's exactly what you. And it, do. it's embarrassing because
2: yeah, but, like I work with like pro athletes and like people in the media. So like the first person to hit me up uh, his name dropping, but whatever. The first person hit me up was Nate Burleson. He texted me, and he was like, "Bro, like, is this you?" <laughs> I was like, "No." But, like he's like, "He's like, cause I got you, fam. If you need it, let me know." But I was like, and that's when I was like, "Oh crap, this is going to be bad because like I said, like I follow." athletes and media personalities and for me i wasn't so much thinking about you know the kid i went to high school with i was thinking about like the people who i have connections with who are going to be thinking that i'm like some crackhead on the street asking for a hundred dollars right. because i need a hit <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i'm still apologizing for that man still apologizing. oh yeah they're
1: the gonna day. hold that over your head for a bit bro and it, it, it makes me think like it it, it goes back to yeah. i was listening to jenkins and jones and they were talking about uh the nigerian prince you know remember all the all the africans used to send everybody spam emails It's like how everybody would fall for that. Yeah. I was going through some of my old Yahoo emails and I swear these emails from back from like 2001 and like when I looked, I'm like, dude, I had a back and forth with this dude, you know, this African dude, just because I knew it was a scam. I was like, this is not even real. So I kept trying to egg him on to see if he would send me money. I was like, all right, man, look, send me 50,000 and then we can figure out how to make this work. Or I think you're scamming. Never heard from him again. And I'm just like, there you go, there you go. But I just don't
2: understand how Jeannie Bus got up the in there. the table that. on them. You, you the... Yeah, I don't know how it happened. I don't know what link she clicked. I don't know who it was from that she trusted. <laughs> but um, damn, they, everyone's susceptible to this. Now, it's
1: funny because uh, uh, um, <laughs> on Jeannie Jones they were talking about that um that this Nigerian prince offered Jeannie Bus, Kyrie Irving in exchange for no draft picks. That's what got her attention. <laughs> I was like, y'all stupid. Just click here. Y'all stupid. <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny because it might be true. It had click to be something ridiculous we, like that. We'll, we'll, take on Russell, we'll, we'll take on Russell Westbrook's contract if you click yeah, here. Yeah, click here. We'll take Russell Westbrook and we'll send you Kyrie. No, straight up. Straight up. Right. And straight up. Let's to me, this. you should know that that's not real because first and foremost, is Kyrie even getting out of Brooklyn? He don't want to leave. And no other team wants him, it seems like. I don't know if he wants
2: Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't seem like the deals make sense right now. I, I think if Russell Westbrook is still on the Lakers at the trade deadline and the Nets season is going downhill, then maybe that makes sense for the Nets to take on Russ's contract and tank the season. Like, but it would have to be a disaster this season for the Nets um, and a disaster season for the Lakers, if I'm being honest with you. So... I don't know, man. It, it doesn't seem like Kyrie's going anywhere, and I don't really believe that he wants to stay. I think that's just kind of him doing a PR thing, if I'm being honest with you, because he wanted to be out, but no mm. one wanted him, so now you've got to pretend like you want to stay in Brooklyn.
1: Interesting. See, me, I'm opposite. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. I think he just wants the extension because he wants to stay in New York. He doesn't want to go play for the Knicks, because more so the Knicks don't want him, because he spurred him. I don't think he doesn't want to play for the
2: Nets. I, I think it's more of the ownership thing. It, oh, it's yeah, like he doesn't yeah. like Brooklyn. It's not like he doesn't like the fans or the- I think it's more of like Sean Marks, and, and Joe Sine. Sine. Like I, I, he doesn't vibe with them, and he, he does. Yeah, he doesn't appreciate how they handle his va- vaccination status and his decisions to not get vaccinated, and I think that rubbed him the wrong way. So for me, I don't think it's necessarily. I don't want to be in Brooklyn and with the. Net, it's more of like I just don't want to play for this management, um, which is interesting because I think the Nets, if they kind of come together around the fact that like it's us versus the world, you know, it's just us in this locker room against everybody else, including our front office. Like they can actually have some type of bonding moment out of this you know kd and ben simmons who, are, who is at an all-time low right now this season can go either way for the nets i'm really interested to see how they come out the gates because i could see it going either way like i could see them in one seed in the east and i could see them just totally having a season like they had last yeah, year. yeah uh,
1: i guess the question is going to be is ben simmons going to play that's that's the million dollar question and it doesn't seem like anybody has an answer if he's actually going to suit up this coming season i think if he does suit up they do have a really good chance of being top four but then you got to ask the next question. Is Kevin Durant going to suit up? Because it seems like Kevin obviously wants out. He signed a four-year deal with them. They gave him one year for free and said, hey, don't even worry about it. It's just rehab. You ain't got to play a game. Yeah. Even though rehab is hard, <clears throat> rehab is work. Don't get it twisted. But he didn't have to do anything. They, they paid him full salary to be there. Even they probably had insurance on it. But besides that point, now as soon as Kyrie opts in, he wants out. And it's like, what? But I don't know. Now I have to ask this. So, looking at talking about Kevin Durant, you had the Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant rumors going out there. And we text about that. And you're like, nah, I don't see this happening. I get you. I'll let you explain why. But I think the one thing that jumped out to me on this is, why was Jalen Brown mad? Like, why? I'd be, flattered. I'd be flattered. Right!
2: I'd be flattered. Like, oh, wait.
1: For Kevin? Kevin you think. Uh, League MVP, me? Kevin? Me? Two-time finals MVP, what? Kevin? You think I'm
2: that? I'm that valuable
1: that I'd be in the I'm room. the most important person in this what? trade? Like, really? I'm like, you value me that much? Like, the Nets Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I'd be pissed off a little bit because, listen, he, he was the best player on the Celtics during the finals, run. I mean, Jason Tatum didn't have a good NBA finals. It is what it is. I don't think he's the best player on the team, but he's definitely the second best player on the team. And you were two games away from winning an NBA championship. So I think it kind of hurts – it's a blow to the ego that you know your team thinks that they can upgrade you when it's like, hey, I, I chose just our best player in the biggest stage. Why are you trying to replace me? I think it's just a little bit of a hit to the ego. Fair, um, but it has yes, to be flattering. Like I said, it's like, wow. Like, like if if I heard that my organization wanted to trade me for Kevin Durant, I'd be like, wow. Y'all think really highly of me. Right, you like no. me? Like they really like me. That's, that's a great. That's a, yeah, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, the other organization likes me. You think I'm good enough to be traded? Like, you, like it's just, I don't know. People people get in their feelings, and I, I understand it, though. Like, for me, if I'm a Celtic fan, I don't want to blow up the team too much. Obviously, Kevin Durant wants to be a Celtic. I mean, it's kind of hard to say no to that, but how do you, how do you say also no to running it back with the same team you had plus Malcolm Brogdon? It's like, well— you know, can Brogdon get us over the hump? Two extra games, maybe. I mean, he's a good basketball player. He's healthy. Um, Why would you want to mess with that? Why would you want to mess with chemistry? And chemistry is very fragile. It's a very fickle thing in the NBA.
1: I think that's the one thing that that was that was key for me is the is the chemistry piece because yes, Jalen Brown was their best player in the finals, and in and in very small parts yeah. of the playoffs, Tatum helped basically lead them for the most part there. And then Brown took over. It felt like more of the the Shaq and Dwayne Wade situation back. What was that? 2007, eight? Uh, six. Six, six. six. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh six. Shaq basically did everything and got them to the finals. And then D-, D Wade took over because they Shaq was older, so they found a way to slow him down. So I like that. I like that he was able to step up like that. And the one thing that gets me with all of this too is even funnier is how everyone has been trying their hardest to break up these two literally since they were drafted. like As soon as Tatum was picked up in that yeah. Brooklyn, uh, the Nets draft pick, they basically have been trying to find a way to split them apart. And it's like, look, if you're going to win in this league, you got to have two-star players, borderline two alphas, that are willing to sacrifice to win chips. And at their age, as young as they are, they show that they can do that. Now, the reason why they lost is because they were young. Two years, champions, if they keep the the, the core together. If I I hope that the Celtics and Brad Stevens isn't impatient too impatient to think that, Oh, we need to blow this up today. Even though their players are 24 and 23 and 25 years old. You're good. Let this bad boy run at least through their contracts, at least through this extension. Let them get to the second extension. Then you can start looking at other stuff at that point. Then you can start asking questions. But right now they're not 27 yet. Enjoy this ride. Enjoy what you got. But You know, it feels like Brad Stevens is is part of the the Danny Ainge school of GMing. So (laughs) we'll see how that turns out. Yeah, man.
2: Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man, especially like I said before, like, chemistry is so hard to come by in the game of basketball. I and mean, when you have two talented players like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum on the same team who've kind of figured it out at the end of the year and the head coach, I Niuma mean, Yudoka, who seems to be getting the respect around the league. Why would you mess with that? Like, don't don't mess with it. I, I know Kevin Durant is that beautiful young lady across the bar who you've been trying to get with for years now, but you got a good thing right now. The grass isn't always green on the other side.
1: Yeah, and she's a little old, if you really think about it. A little fickle. A L- little body's a little fickle. <laughs> <laughs> Body's a little fickle now. You know, you may think that it's, you know, everything that you dreamed of. But uh, once you take that dress off, you might not be think- seeing what you thought you was going to see. Hence the point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You're a Knicks fan. I saw your tweet. Made me have to switch some things up in this um okay. In this okay. uh, this agenda that we had going, I had a had a tight agenda, but we're gonna switch this up. All right, man, Donovan Mitchell, your nick's gonna get him, man. Is this gonna go down? Is Leon Rose and Worldwide West gonna make this happen? Is this gonna go down?
2: It's 50-50 for me. Um, I my gut says no right now. If I'm being honest with you. Just for the simple fact that I know how Danny Ainge operates, and I know what tweet you saw, and I'm just gonna read it here because people can't see my Twitter. But basically, it's just, you know, I'm looking on Nick's Twitter, and everyone's like, "Why wouldn't Ainge do this? It's five draft picks of Manuel, quickly, and Quentin Grimes. Like that's fair." And it's like, "Yeah, that's fair," but Danny Ainge is a sociopath. Like he's not doing a deal unless he is absolutely ripping you off. Danny Ainge is a guy in your fantasy football league who's gonna offer you. Uh, Deontay Johnson for Jonathan Taylor um, and and the world, basically. He he needs to have your future draft picks if you're in Dynasty. He needs to get Travis Kelsey off out of you. He needs to get Justin Jefferson. Like that That's just who he is. He's going to try to rip you off. So to me, I don't know if Leon Rose and company are just going to budge. And I don't think Danny Ainge is going to budge because he's never budged. I've never seen Danny Ainge be like, all right, you know what, fine. The only thing I will say, though, is that I don't really know if there's another team in position to make the same deal that the Knicks make, and I don't know how desperate Danny is to get rid of Donovan this year, because his contract's up in 2025, which means he still has a couple years to move him, and I don't know if they're like tanking this year to get the first pick, but they're probably tanking enough where they probably want to get into the lottery. So it's going to be a little bit of a dance that Danny has to play. I don't think he has any leverage whatsoever. I think the Knicks hold the mm-hmm. leverage here. But, you know, if I'm, an, I'm a Knicks fan, man. I want to see next year, like, would I like Donovan? Absolutely. But I still am excited about the pieces that they have. I'm excited to see how Jalen Brunson stabilizes that offense because I do think a big reason why the Knicks weren't as good as they were in the years before that was because they didn't have someone to stabilize the offense at the point guard position. So, you know, with or without Donovan, I'm excited as a Knicks fan.
1: No, I'm with you there. And, and you may – so let me ask you this. You don't think Utah is going to go after Victor? I mean he's really the I mean he's I the, the 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 can't miss player right now. Probably the first one we've had in like the last what 10 years that you feel like, "Oh, you got to get yeah, this no, dude." Yeah, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, but like you have
2: to yeah, but like you have the thunder going after Victor. You have the Spurs now going after Victor. You have all these other teams that are awful that are probably going to be tanking at the end of the season. So, if he does get rid of Donovan, and it's like, "All right, we'll join the club." <laughs> type of thing. And then you know if if in his head he's like Victor's the guy, Victor's the guy, then yeah maybe he might be susceptible to taking less than he wants. But Danny Ainge is not afraid to play the long oh, yeah. game, and he's not afraid to play, you know, just, you know to wait a no, little bit. No, you're right. I don't think he he, he needs to, he, he he can build a team around other superstars or other stars other ancillary pieces. He doesn't have to have Victor. So uh, at the end of the day, I I just think Danny Ainge is too prideful. I don't think he's gonna budge on anything it'll be up to Leon to maybe add that extra piece whatever it may be
1: I mean what it is Utah that's the problem it's like you really can't build around anything because you've got to draft everything so it it, I feel like he has to go after Victor it's just like them and San Antonio are the two I feel like are the ones definitely going for Victor I don't think Oklahoma City is actually going to tank this year I I feel like with Chet and and now SGA now has his extension that they're like look we got five years to do something before SGA is like I'm out of here we've got to start building towards actual contention so i think they're the only ones that will be out but i mean sacramento every year is tanking so uh the question is can they give them (laughs) accidentally Uh, (laughs) accidentally (laughs) Accidentally. and brooklyn and and brooklyn can't even tank because they don't have any draft picks anymore they basically gave their entire stuff everything away for james harden and um trying to think somebody else they traded for but yeah it feels like they don't have any picks blake griffin right so i mean but you're right. Ainge is not going to do anything unless he fleeces you. It's like he's the complete opposite of Sam Presti. Presti's, Presti's going to fleece you. you. You just won't know it. Ainge is telling you, I'm going to steal from you, just like Pat Riley. I bet Pat Riley offered, and that, that's the negotiation I want to see. I want to see what Pat Riley offered Danny Ainge. Hey, man, I will give you Tyler Rowe and these chips Nothing. for Diamond Mitchell. Ain't looking at him like bro, really? And you'll, and you'll like it. And you'll like it, Danny. <laughs> Eat that. The fleece guy.
2: Yeah. Danny Danny Danny, Danny, Inch, he, Danny Inch, Yeah. I mean, Danny Inch tries to rob a bank with without right. a mask and calls yeah. the cops on the I dare you <laughs> that's to come you. That's what I he dare does. you. So Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty that's
1: much. probably the Negotiate. best negotiation to see those two, but the Knicks do the Knicks have to do that deal though? Do they have to get down mid-mitcher? Do you feel like you need him? No. Not right now. Listen. I, listen,
2: here's the thing. I understand the argument in the sense of where it's like, you're going to need superstars or stars in order to win a championship. The fact of the matter is that right now, the Knicks are nowhere near an NBA Fair. championship. What I'm looking for this year is growth, right? Uh, and there's always a disgruntled star. Ever, every every freaking year, there's like one or two that you can get. I like Donovan Mitchell. I think Donovan Mitchell right now, for whatever reason, the tide has turned on him a little bit, where I think he's actually become a little underrated Ooh. by a lot of people out there. I think they're forgetting how good he is. Um, so for me, I would love to have Donovan Mitchell. But I'm not, like, clamoring to have him. I mean, the last time we clamored to have a superstar, we traded away our whole starting five for him, and look what happened. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to do that again. Although I will say the Donovan Mitchell deal is a little different because the pieces that we are giving up, they're young pieces, but they're all coming off the bench. They aren't really starters. Fair. So it is a little different where it's like if we do give away our young pieces, we're not giving away our starting five. You know, we still have we might have to build our bench up a little bit, but we'll be okay at the end of the day. We're not really wreck, wrecking anything, and then on top of that, we don't have a head. We have a head coach who Donovan Mitchell could kind of fit seamlessly in. Whereas when you traded with Melo, you had D'Antoni, and there was friction right away. So the whole circumstance when people compare the Melo deal to the Donovan Mitchell deal, to me, it's just two completely different situations. Not because they're different players, but for the simple fact that with Melo, you're giving away your rotation. And you're bringing him into a situation where he had a coach who he didn't like, and the coach didn't want him. With Donovan, yes, you're giving up young talent, but they're bench pieces, and he, you're bringing him into a situation where I think him and Thibodeau can coexist. So for me, I am probably more willing to give up more for Donovan than I would for Melo, But I'm not like clamming for it. Like if we get Donovan, that's dope. But like if it's not Donovan, there'll be another guy next year. There'll be another guy next year. There'll be another guy next year. Like I might even phase that Zion's out. Yeah, side of the In two years if you're unhappy, you're gonna be.
1: Cameron to come to come to new york so I'm, I'm i see. Well, that's about the it. thing though man Like, when's the last time a star actually wanted to go to new york like to the knicks at least it's been so long i mean last one was Melo, and i, I had talked about this on one of the past shows that you, we're at the point where the knicks need to ask themselves can donovan mitchell get you where carmelo couldn't do you truly believe that donovan mitchell can take you to a further promised land the second, the second, the Eastern conference
2: finals. I mean, we, we won one playoff series of Anthony. The bar oh, is no, not that you're, high. And you're
1: right. It is not. <laughs> so it is not. Is not. Yeah.
2: Not That's the Mitchell, point. Donovan Mitchell's been not in the second round multiple times in his career. Like he, he, I think last year was the first time he didn't make it out of the first round. So to me, like, yeah. I mean, I don't think he's better than Melo all the mm-hmm. time. I, I think Melo is a more dynamic offensive basketball player. But Donovan Mitchell is no slouch either, and he's someone who I think is – Yeah, a and,
1: and, that's, sure. that, and that's the question. Do you feel like he can get you further than Melo could? And if yeah. you feel like that, I'm there for you, especially with the East getting more tough now. Like, the, the East is a little bit more challenging. You actually got more teams yeah. that's rising up. So the question, like I said, is can Donovan do that? But you made a good point. They're not sending away really rotational players, more so just kind of guys on the bench that are young that are expendable. They actually had enough picks, enough young players well, to ship they're out. They're
2: rotational pieces. Like, they, they get burned. Like, like, Obi gets burned, quickly gets burned. They all get, they go, they get playing time, but they're not starting. Like, you're not giving away Jalen. You're not giving away Julius. And I know Nick Finchley are low on Julius, but the fact of the matter is, is he's our starting power forward and... Our first or second option right now. You're not giving away RJ. You're not giving away Mitch. So what do you you're not giving away, you just got you're not giving away anything. If, Maybe Grimes, you could argue with me that Grimes might be starter, okay, but he out of everyone who's starting, he's the one who has the most question marks. Okay. So it's like you're not gutting your team for, for Donovan Mitchell. You might be gutting the bench a little bit. You might be sacrificing your future. And I understand why some Nick fans won't want to do that, but it's not the same thing what you're doing with the Melo deal. The Melo deal, we gave up our starting point guard, our starting center, our starting small forward, our sixth man, and we just got, and, and then you took on a player who doesn't fit the no, system. No,
1: no. You're right. And even with that, it's the... Yeah, yeah I hate Julius Randle. That's, that's, your fans hate Julius Randle. I don't
2: hate him. I don't hate him. The fans hate him. I, I just him.
1: I think that that's, that's funny that they really hate him that much.
2: <laughs> the thing with Julius is that it's not so much that he played bad. It was more of his attitude at, during certain uh, times, like after the jazz game, getting upset at stuff that us, even Nick fans like, yeah, what are you so mad at? They won a game. I think it was against the, I forget. I think it was. The, they won hmm. a game at home and he had the ball in his hands. And he threw it back all pissed off. It's like, yeah, we just won a game. What is wrong with you? He's starting fights on the bench with, with head coaches and assistant coaches and I, I and at times like he was lazy on. De- I wouldn't say at times he was lazy on defense this year. There's a lot of moments where he wasn't in help, where he wasn't trying, going for a rebound. And the one way to piss off Nick fans is not to care. We just want you to care. We want you to feel the- that passion. You know, I was at the Celtics Nick game where he gave the thumbs. I was at that game. And I didn't know he gave the thumbs down, but during that game, like there's multiple moments where he's screaming and cursing at the crowd and we were going nuts because we thought he was into it. We're like, fuck yeah, Julius, finally, like some passion. Like we wanted to see that even though he was cursing us out, it was dope. Yeah, outside of the thumbs down, it, it, uh, that's the type of fire we want to see from Julius. So to me, it's not so much how he played, even though he did have a down year. It's more of his attitude and how that he That makes
1: sense. Things. Well, hopefully y'all aren't, aren't expecting Donovan Mitchell to actually yeah. care about defense because we've seen that uh, ship sail past him every other play in the playhouse. But I'll say this. This is the one thing I'll give to Leon Rose and that entire organization going into this pass-off season, getting those three picks from Oklahoma City, letting OKC trade up, I felt like they 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 got three picks so they can leverage them in this trade. I feel like they had a inside track of Donovan Mitchell is going to be available. We're getting rid of Rudy Gobert. Holler at us and they're like, yeah, we've got three additional picks. They're going to be solid picks, probably from teams that Oklahoma City already fleeced. We'll gladly pass them on. Plus, we'll give you two of ours. Like you said, five picks. They got to, Rudy Gobert trade was ridiculous. That that was way too much. Minnesota overpaid. That that's not something you do especially for a guy that's not going to give you much offense. I mean, he's going to be a great defensive piece. I guess that makes it to where Cat can just shoot threes all game, and I guess that makes him happier. I hate dudes that big that, I hate that, I that hate shoot trip. that much.
2: I, I, hate
1: I hate it. I hate it too. I feel like it's not something – and my boy, um, Zach Noble, loves it. And that's that's one of – he love for his team. He loves he loves the idea of him and Cat being together. And I, I don't like Cat. And it's not that I don't like him as a person. I don't like the fact that he ain't in the post and he ain't beating people up. Like he ain't bullying people. He's too big not to. And he loves to just shoot. So to me, it's like if Minnesota wants to win, he need to go ahead and ship him out. But I will give the Knicks those props, though. I feel like them trading for those picks with Oklahoma City and letting them move up to get uh, Usman Ding and and having now an arsenal of additional. Well, they actually sent a couple picks out. So, hopefully, y'all have enough picks to go ahead and get Donovan Mitchell so we can do something. I don't know what the hell the Knicks was doing on draft day.
2: No, I think you hit it right on the head. I think they had an inside track that Donovan was going to be available. You know, Danny Age wants picks for the future, and that's what you do. You stockpile picks. It's never, It's an asset to have. I mean, if you don't like someone at that spot, if you're not crazy about somebody at the spot, why not trade down and get some assets? Exactly. And they burn some contracts too. So Oh, yeah,
1: know. that's true. I, t- I was yeah. telling somebody this about it like I look at draft picks as like $100 bills. $100 bills is valuable depending on how you spend it. If you buy food, it's good nourishment. You may not have nothing else from it or you put it into a stock or a bond or a, uh, or something and you make money off of it. Great. You just appreciated it. But it's still 100 bucks until you spend it. It's got value in multiple different directions. It's the same thing with yeah. draft picks. It has its value until it's spent. And then when it's spent, you learn if it was a good buy or a bad buy. And so we have to wait and see what any of these picks even turn out to be. But the unknown is better than the known sometimes. So in that case, tampering. Let's let's talk about your Knicks tampering. Did y'all call Brunson before time? Did y'all send a private jet over? Do we need to go back to the records? You're
2: damn right we did. (laughs) You're damn right we did. We did all of it, baby. We are guilty as hell. We did all that. We hired Daddy. We put him on the coaching staff. You're damn right. We wanted Jalen. We did everything we could to get Jalen Brunson on the team. I don't give a damn. Yeah, we tampered. Everyone's tampering, man. In this day and age, it's impossible not to tamper with social media and how you can communicate. Everyone's tampered We showed, Julius Randle and company showed up to a Dallas Mavericks playoff game and sat there and, like, stared down Mark Cuban, like, what you gonna do about it? What you gonna do? Like, come on. Like, we tampered. I, no doubt my, I mean I can't prove it like I don't I don't know the yeah. ins and out of the investigation but we, yeah we tampered the Sixers tampered everybody tampering yeah. we're all tampering like it's it's it, that's just the NBA now. It can't be
1: substantiated, but yeah, I agree. I mean, there's no way to prove it truly unless you got a whole bunch of text messages from your front office, and I don't think the Knicks front office is that stupid. I give Leon Rose and World Wide West way more credit in that a- arena than probably most people do, that they wouldn't be do something that stupid. Now, James Dolan, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he'd be that dumb, but I don't see them... Actually, I, I I can see Julius Randle hitting him up. You can't do anything about that. Players are going to talk to each other. They're friends, A lot of them are friends outside of, you know what I'm saying, from college or high school or AAU circuit. But I, I think that tampering investigation, same thing with the 76ers investigation, I think it's all smoke and mirrors. I think it's stupid. It's a waste of time. I don't understand why they even announced that they're going to investigate this stuff. Yeah. The James Harden piece, we knew – why wouldn't James take less money so they can be better? Why not? He knew – Right. That we all know right. the game. They'll announce these these uh, deals a week before during the quiet period. Yeah, we know you're tampering. And then even with that right. with James, like, yeah, he took less money to stay just so they can sign additional people. Isn't that what you do? Ain't you supposed to negotiate that with, you know, the team that you play for? You don't think they talked yeah. about that before the quiet period right. hit? What? what are we doing here?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's dumb, but to me, it's almost like it, it's everyone's guilty of yeah. it. Yeah, on some level, everyone's guilty of it. I mean, he's play, especially now, the police players are having conversations with each other, social media, man. They
1: kick on, it. They, they go, go to each other's stuff. events. They're working out together. They each help each other together. at uh charity yeah, stuff. I, I think the players. Tamper,
2: yeah, I think players tamper more than the actual executives do, but there's some, t- there's some, there's always something going on. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. James is talking to PJ like, "Yo, if I can take this pay cut, and we'll give you this money." Like. I mean you can't prove it. I don't know how, how if you can prove that happening, but to me it's like I understand why the rule exists and things of that nature. I don't know if you should be giving away first round draft picks for it because I know I, I was a focus report. I saw some focus report about the Knicks maybe giving up a first rounder, but I think it's gonna be more towards a second rounder or maybe a fine. Um I just don't know what the penalty should be because it's gonna happen more often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: it's 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 the league. Yeah. It's what it's what yeah. it is. Players are gonna talk to whoever they want to. Agents have been talking and throwing the, their player's name out there to owners all the time and the GMs all the time. Like, hey, I got this guy. He's riding the bench for this team. He may be interested. You may have opportunity. But it only populates when it's higher profile yeah. players. Like, okay, I like what Brunson did in the playoffs. I think Jalen Brunson's going to be a solid player. Do I think he deserves to be looked at in this type of microscope? No. He's not top 20 in the league yet. He ain't there. So why are we caring? Why do we care about the Knicks picking up Jalen Brunson?
2: Well, if you care about one, you got to care about all of them. I think that's what it is. I mean, it's like, you know, if this person robbed the bank, why do we care if this person did like, it's, it's Like, it's just a principle.
1: I, I mean, thing, I, I get guess. that, but I put it like this. You see backup players sign contracts with teams all the time, like right there in that quiet period. You see, hear about their contracts and stuff. And it'd be small deals. It'd be little deals. But we never hear about tampering with those players ever it's only when you hear about My a guy leaving cares. one team yeah, no. and signing that hundred million dollar contract for five years right. and everybody's like whoa right. were they talking to him early they were at the game just like you said <laughs> yes they were saying we will pay you if you want to come to new york bro it's the mecca yes you want to come to new york
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah we,
1: we had the right for sure Y'all pulled up. Front. Y'all had the limos. Y'all were ready. Probably had some women's sent one up yep. into his room. Yep. Prep. Just saying, hey, yep. we yep. saw what you did, man. It was good seeing you out there, bro. Good game.
2: Good, oh, game. good game today. What
1: Smack him on the butt. Today. Thanks, man. We appreciate yep. you. Yep. <laughs> it's just dumb, man. It's dumb. I I know you saw. No, you keep up with with just about all sports, um, like I do. I know you saw that Kyler Murray clause that they had in his contract (laughs) that he had to do the four hours of independent study. And then of course the Twitter (sighs) investigators went out and proved that his fantasy points dropped dramatically when call of duty comes out and there's double or triple XP weekend. So I gotta ask you this Zion's contract has a clause for his weight. We expected that. There was been talks about him having weight issues and trying to manage it. I want to know, what player, top player in the league, do you think they that a team would actually institute a four-hour study period because of Call of Duty in the NBA? Give me somebody you think would actually be caught up in something like that. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness. And plus, um, you talk to players. I know you've got some question. connects. I know you know some folks that be on that game a little harder than they should be. Who you think probably got something like that in a max deal? Oh my
2: goodness! Oh my goodness!
1: That's funny. Um, I I can give you a football player for, sure, for sure, but I don't know if I can give you a basketball player. Um, let me see. So I'm thinking like the young guys, Tatum and Brown. I wondered about them. I knew Kyle Kuzma played a lot of video games. I've seen Tim. him. Uh, Who's would be up there for sure? You make me pull up my phone and go through the team <laughs> so I can see. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> pull, pull up some names because I've been looking through a few. Lamello Ball. Okay. Lamello Ball. So you think Lamello's one of them? Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am I'm. agree. Yeah. I agree. Lame-lo. I think Lamello would be the first person. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Young guy. We were here about that. Even yeah. though he's uber talented, I could see him being sleepy around the time Call of Duty comes out and they have Double XP weekend. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's it's
2: it's Lamelo <laughs> for sure, or one, or or the whole Houston Rockets team for some reason. Or the Pistons. <laughs>
1: the,
2: dude, Rocket, the Rockets, the, 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 Pistons the Pistons, and the Thunder. The
1: to me, <laughs> they're the youngest teams in the league. The, the
2: Pistons to me are more like karaoke, or more like karaoke night, where the Houston Rockets to me are more like Call of Duty. Let's talk trash. Strip club over, over Xbox. Those are the I, mean, I get from. mean, James movies. Harden. Yeah, yeah. We Rockets know James Harden. Hard. Miami was
1: undefeated for James Harden forever. He
2: left the legacy, bro. He, he handed it down. He left Houston, but he he didn't he didn't leave his handbook there. Oh no, he. They're carrying
1: his legacy. Got down to, Houston. got to. I think I think the strip club is probably the problem for the yep. Houston boys. All right, let's go through these young players. I'm kind of curious. Let's go, this is yeah. fun. Houston's <laughs> problem will probably be Game strip green. clubs and video games. Pistons, what would their problem be?
2: Yeah. They strike me as a karaoke squad. I don't know why. If like they go out at night too, and, and party too hard, and go to karaoke on, on Friday night when they have a flight to Phoenix okay. in the morning. That's what they karaoke bar as. team. Like young guys who are fun, but kind of like yeah. karaoke. Okay. Cars.
1: Okay. Sacramento Kings. They're a bunch of babies too.
2: Sack. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Sacramento thing that, that could be a Call of Duty team too as well with Demontis Sabonis like yelling at people like Yo get focused. I can see him calling other other teammates in their hotel rooms trying to get them to go to sleep, but no one's listening. Hey log on.
1: Hey log that on. Got the boxes. Log on.
2: Clubbing. I, I a club. I, I see DeAndre. I see De'Aaron Fox in the in the club. He's a clubber for sure. That's how now that Tyler, Ty. Yeah, now that Tyrese Halliburton's off the team, they 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 going in now. Tyree. Oh
1: really? He was a grown up in the room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh yeah i think tyrese is the grown-up i think tyrese is podcasting i think he's he's watching youtube
1: oh so he's the grown-up and everybody else is out trying to kick it okay so, so how far how far a how far of a, yeah, far of a in trek Indiana, is it so. from sacramento to la oh, it's out like
2: four, five hours flight flight
1: hours. wise it's what Best trip hours some change hour okay yeah huh so you want i wonder if they're the team that be flying out all the time oh especially on home games <laughs> <laughs> their problem is they're always flying somewhere.
2: Sacramento don't. Yeah, they don't care about the. Yeah, they, don't care about the t- they don't care about the season. That's what Sacramento's problem is. They show up late to shoot around. They show up thirty minutes before game. They, before game. they don't take warm up seriously. Okay. Bring
1: the wrong uniform. <laughs> <laughs> That's the <laughs> one. Okay. San Antonio. What about the Spurs? What about the young Spurs? What do you think yeah. would be their vice?
2: The Spurs. Yeah, the Spurs are rambling. See, they're, they're, they're ran by Coach Popovich, who's probably one of the most old-school coaches, so they're kind of like a repressed Catholic growing up. When they go to college, like, they just kind of go wild behind daddy's back. That's to me he said, the said that they are pent-up yeah, Catholic were, girls. Young as hell. Why, do Murray... Why do you think that DeJounte Murray wanted to be out so bad? He's ecstatic. He's I in, mean, Atlanta. Is Atlanta in Atlanta. Atlanta now? Come on, bro. That's like, that's like leaving a strict Catholic household and then going to the biggest party school in the nation. It's like going to Arizona State. Come on. That's
1: a good (laughs) point. That's a good point. And so what did you think about that trade? Did you feel like that was a good trade?
2: Yes and no. Um, I don't think it does anything dramatic. I don't think it makes the Hawks that much better of a team. I understand why they needed him. I mean, if you saw the way that Trey Young struggled against the Heat last year as the primary ball handler, it kind of was worrisome if you're a Hawks fan. Right. But also, like, to me, I don't think he really solves much outside of that. Trey Young in the pick and roll is probably one of the most unstoppable players in the league. And now you add somebody who kind of needs the ball in his hands. And you're taking the ball out of Trey Young's hands, who ran, I think, was for the most efficient offense in the half court. So now you're kind of sacrificing that a little bit to add somebody else who isn't a great three-point shooter. So he's not going to spread the floor as much as you want. Um, and then when the ball's in his hands, like, he can be effective, but he's not as effective as Trey. So you're kind of sacrificing there a little bit. Now they get better on the perimeter defensively but to me you know a big reason why the hawks struggle was because they let up i mean their three-point defense was awful and getting one person is not going to fix that you know that's rotations that's communicating that's just not one person locking someone up so to me i, I think Dejounte he, he might you know help in some aspects in the sense where it's like okay but now we have another ball handler but he also you know his other his skill sets don't really help him too much in the other area. that's fair
1: okay all right let's go back to this game orlando magic what do you think they're, what's their vice? What's getting them
0: in trouble?
2: <laughs> Bro, when you live in Disney World, man, it's, it's, Pleasure it's, Disney World, it's Pleasure Island. It's not Disney World, it's Pleasure Island. It's the clubs over there. The young moms, the single mothers who bring their kids to Disney World for the first time. And you're a 20-year-old basketball player meeting these young single mothers with kids. So they, they having kids, kids is what you're it's saying. Pleasure Island. They the making advice. babies. I don't think they're having kids. I think they're meeting single mothers at Disney World or at Pleasure Island or bachelorette parties. That's another one. They're still in college. Orlando is like college part two. That's what it
1: is. So partying, meeting people. So so they're so they're out partying is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So their are is gonna be that. What about the Young Thunder?
2: Yeah, specifically around Disney World. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. The Disney thunder, World Makes I, sense. I don't know what the Thunder do. <laughs>
1: hey man i think they yeah, i think so they'll be I mean, call of duty I, I people too to ways, i think they'd be call of duty people too yeah, yeah i can. See I think that they're too. gaming it's,
2: not, it's not gonna do with oklahoma city no no offense no offense to you i know you're there in oklahoma city but like what is there to do yeah. you know
1: <laughs> i mean there's stuff you, to do but not games, like right? like that yeah no no you ain't got 80 clubs to yeah. go to you probably got like yeah. five and after a while it's the same old same old so right. you know and <laughs> at, at their age it's yeah. kind of um more let's focus on the game, hopefully, you know, or they're going to be playing video games together. I think that was the one thing with Kevin Durant here that was, like, the really big difference maker, especially when they traded off um, uh, Harden. Like, Russ had a family. You know, he he was focused on that. Everybody else on the team, for the most part, had something, and KD was basically the only one that's, like, single, chilling, nothing. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to be the only guy that – don't have zero, have zero responsibilities but everybody else is focusing on family and stuff. And you're like, okay, so what am I supposed to do now?
0: <laughs> and he went to, go to the Golden State, rent to the same thing. Yeah. Because
1: Steph is always with his wife. I mean, Clay's a bachelor, so Got he's it. probably had maybe Clay. Uh, Draymond was with his fam. So, Curry. yeah, Curry with his fam. So, yeah. it's like, yeah, what do you do? When you have, when you're young and got a whole bunch of money and you ain't got right. no, because I mean he got engaged and then that disappeared like real quick. I don't know. I was wondering about that. Okay, Blazers. Now that's the last one since they're technically young. Since uh, Dame has been hurt and I don't know what's next for them. No, no, no. They
2: were young last year. They were young last year. I mean the team they fielded last year was pretty much just a compilation of just yep. G League teams into in, in into Portland. Um, yeah, but the Blazers. What does Blazers strike me as? The Blazers strike me as. See, to me, like when I think of Dame, I think he. I. I, I picture he's a fantastic leader, but he runs like a very tight ship. So like they do things like <laughs> escape rooms. <Pain laughs> they sips. park together. Like they do group activities. They get together with yeah, paint sips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paint sips. <laughs> right. 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 They're very like they're like a family. They're very family game night at Dame's have. house every that's, that's every
1: Thursday. Thursday.
2: Yeah, game of that games. They're doing just, doing just I got it the whole way. That's, they're out that's
1: bowling they every night. They're in a bowling league together.
2: Yes, bowling is another activity. They were yes, they're <laughs> in a kickball league as well in the summer. That's what they do.
1: That's what they're doing. They're doing family-friendly activities. Yep. That's it. Okay. The, yep. And they're still staying physical. Yep. That's the thing. It's the, you're getting <laughs> a workout in from bowling, yeah. play maybe some top golf. But, yeah, we're not, we not doing that club stuff. You're going to be important. at the house by 9 o'clock. Right. I don't think anybody's right. going to be the rebellious. If,
2: and if you're not, you, you're your ass to work. you you got some chores to do.
1: <laughs> Probably so. Probably so. All right, man. Josh. Yep. Josh Rodriguez from the Dime NBA. Check him out. All of his information's in the description. Go follow him. When's the next episode going to drop?
2: It really depends. I mean, I can't really speak much publicly about Um, what's going on with the show, but definitely we'll be starting the show up probably at the end of August, maybe early September, getting ready for the NBA season. Um, Also, want to have a YouTube video element to it as well. So if you can find The Dime on YouTube, that'd be great. But for now, if you just type in The Dime with Josh Rodriguez in your search bar for whatever podcast platform you listen to, you'll find me um, and take a listen. I think it's a pretty good show. Jay's been on it. It was a great episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, yeah, it was fun. Year. We had a blast.
1: Just like we're doing here on Unfair. We're going to keep those going. I will definitely yep. get you back on right around training camp to chop it up about who you like going to the season and whatever jokes we can come up with from that. So, yes, Josh, I appreciate you as usual, man. Thank you. All right, Jay. Thanks, man. Oh, man. Once again, thank you, Josh Rodriguez from the Diamond NBA. Thank you so much. Please check him out. All of his information is below in the comments uh in the descriptions and show him some love on this podcast man he's gonna be doing some special stuff here in the near future so for mike bob and wendy thank you so much for helping your boy out and getting this bad boy out the door we'll be back of course um i'm gonna maintain this like i said monday monday thursday is the goal We'll have some fantasy football stuff next week, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, So you can prepare for your drafts. Uh, Got a special guest on that one. And then I'm also going to be shifting back to the Tuesday, Friday, as soon as we get closer to actual NFL season. So come September, we'll be going back to that schedule and uh yeah that's it so with that please like subscribe rate review show some love go check out all the ou content i'm putting together on the youtube channel that's going to be focused there i'm gonna make a second youtube channel specifically for unfair sports outside of ou stuff and college football stuff just so you guys won't be having everything overlapping so with that chop it up with y'all in a few days peace